Hey family, this is Pastor Earl starting uh, something pretty cool. This is a lesson that's going to be on the God kind of faith. So we're going to start in Mark chapter 11. And I'll give you a little background before we actually jump into where we're going to start at. But the background here is, is Jesus was uh, walking with his disciples and they see like a fig tree. And the Bible says he was hungry. So he goes to the tree and he's like, hey, there's no fruit. So he curses the tree and says that, you know, nothing is ever going to grow on it again. And then they go about their business. So the next day, check this out. Verse 20, it says Mark chapter chapter 11, verse 20, it says, and in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, calling to remembrance, saith unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursed is withered away. And Jesus answered and saith unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto thee that whatsoever shall you say, to the, if you say to this mountain, be removed, and thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in your heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. So that's pretty sweet. So Jesus is saying to us, hey, if we have the God kind of faith, we can say what we want and we can call those things that are not as though they were. Now, wait a minute. Okay. So you're telling me, and this is, I know this is what you're saying. You're telling me I can move an entire house or a car or a mountain with this kind of faith. And here's the thing. The answer is yes, but it's a different kind of faith than what we're used to using. Jesus calls this in verse 22. He says, have faith in God. If you look at the literal translation of that statement, Jesus is literally saying, have the faith of God, right? So now that takes us to a whole different level. The faith we naturally use is our natural faith. For example, your natural faith says, when I walk up to a table and sit in a chair, that chair is going to support my weight and I'll be fine. It's not until you actually have an issue where a chair has broken underneath you where you start to think maybe this might not work. Same thing with your car. We all get in our cars, we start the thing up and we get going. We don't give it a thought until one day our car doesn't start and then it shakes our natural faith because Everything that we're used to, our routine, what we can see, hear, smell, taste, and feel has been uh, turned upside down because something has happened that we're not used to seeing, right? So it, it shakes our natural faith. Again, when I go fishing, I go out there with my natural faith and I know there's fish in that water and I know I'm going to catch something. Otherwise, why would I throw my pole in? but I ha I'm using natural faith. I'm not sitting there debating and doubting or any of that. I'm using natural faith. Unfortunately, our natural faith doesn't give us the things spiritually that we want to see. That's just not the way it works. But Jesus gives us a glimpse into what will work for us. He said in verse 20 of Mark chapter 11 to literally have the faith of God. So, 
where does this faith come from? Well, I'm glad you asked. So the faith of God was delivered to us, right? In Ephesians 2, 8, for by grace are ye saved through faith and that faith, not of yourselves. It is what the gift of God. So this is a faith that we received when we were saved that is totally different from our natural faith, right? It takes us to a place where we can see and feel and hear and smell and experience things that we can't actually touch, right? So it's making the intangible tangible. So now it gives us the faith to believe in in the things that we can't see as if they're real. That only comes from God, right? And Paul alludes to this again in Galatians chapter 2, to verse 20. It says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. Right. So I got saved now. Right. That's what he says. Then check this out. And after he got saved and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Notice this, this second part of the scripture. I live by the faith of the son of God, the faith of Christ Jesus. He didn't say faith in God. He said of the son of God. So where I fall short, I use my spiritual faith to carry me through for the stuff I can't see that isn't tangible. I use my spiritual faith to make it real to me, to make it tangible like when I got saved, right? So the faith I'm using to accomplish the things that I'm believing for is the same faith that was delivered unto me when I got saved. But just like you build your natural faith in our everyday routine through just living, we can also build our spiritual faith through our everyday routine, right? But there's only one way to do that. There's only one way to use the faith of God and have it manifest and work in your life. Romans 10, 17 tells us faith comes by hearing and hearing by what? The word of God, right? So every time the word of God is read, every time you study God's word, faith is released and it gives you the faith to believe. It increases your spiritual faith and unlocks the faith of the son of God in your life to accomplish the things that you are praying for. It is unscriptural, unscriptural to use your natural faith to accomplish those things which are spiritual. My natural faith is not good enough to believe in the promises of God, but my God kind of faith is more than enough. So the way to unlock the God kind of faith in your life to receive those things which have been spoken over you and promised to you by God is for you to actually increase your spiritual faith and unlock it through reading God's word. Romans 10, 17 again reminds us that faith comes by hearing 
and hearing by the word of God. The Holy Spirit releases the power when you read that word. If we lack time with God in our personal life, in, in reading his word, our spiritual faith is, is weak and our natural faith is high and the natural faith is not good enough. So you can't just listen to sermons. The person preaching the sermon is doing a great job and they've studied and they spent time with God. But it's like going into a restaurant. You smell the food and you're watching the person at the table eat and you leave and you're still hungry because you didn't eat. So you have to eat as well. Just watching or listening to a sermon is great, but that's one piece. That's somebody else eating, but you're in the restaurant and you have the capacity and the capability to eat. And the thing is, is God's made the food free. His word is free. So the challenge this week is spend more time in his word to increase your spiritual faith and watch those things that you're praying for come to pass as your faith gets increased and you push down that natural faith and you start using that spiritual faith. So it's all the time we got today. Thank you. Love you guys. Talk to you next week. God bless.